Magnuson Auctions two-day Independence Day public auction selling industrial, construction, forestry, and farm equipment, tractor and service trucks, dump trucks, pickup trucks, trailers, ATVs, campers, boats, motorcycles, air compressors, forklifts, attachments, welding supplies, and more. What can we sell for you? Thursday, June 29th, 9 a.m., Friday, June 30th, 9 a.m. at Henderson Auctions, Florida Boulevard, Livingston, Louisiana, HendersonAuctions.com. This is license AP459. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Good evening, New Orleans. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. And tonight's going to be a little different. We're going to merge a couple of different ideas um, and one of the reasons for that is that my show Tuesday nights, the Jack Clegg Show, which is a political and legal show, uh, will not be broadcast Tuesday because it's the 4th of July and the studio's closed for the holiday. I don't know why we give these people off. I don't know why. You don't want to ask me that question. <laughs> That was my producer, Ronald, who works here almost every day. We we, we work hard. You do work hard, and we're going to give you the 4th of <laughs> July off, okay? And quit complaining. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so on that day, uh, Tuesday night, um, when you get in from the barbecue or whatever and you want to listen to your favorite uh, radio host, uh, the, the, <laughs> the program will be my replay of my April 4th show, which was the show right after the Nashville uh, killings. And we first talked about the manifesto. And um, I, I listened to it the other night, and it was actually kind of interesting. Um, so uh, tonight we have two topics. We're going to talk about the today's decision by the U.S. Supreme Court in the affirmative action case brought against Harvard University and the University of North Carolina Two, two separate lawsuits, but they were merged for the appeal because the issues were the same. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about that. And then at about 7.30, I'm going to have one of my all-time favorite guests, Keith Johnson, who is the superintendent of Bayou, Bayou Oaks Golf Course. Bayou Oaks, as you know if you've been here for a long time, is City Park. And this gentleman is in charge of the facilities, uh, everything you step on, you walk on, you, you slam your club down on the ground, Keith is the superintendent. He and his staff do a tremendous job, and we're going to talk about one of the key issues to the maintenance of a golf course. Without it, you don't have golf. Without it, you don't have people enjoying themselves. You don't have them setting goals. You don't have them scoring the way they want to score. And that topic is aeration. And we're going to hit that topic this afternoon, uh, with this evening rather, at about 7.30, Keith's going to call in. But, as I said, we're going to talk about a political issue first. And it's the affirmative action decision by the Supreme Court. My view of this is completely different than the view of the President of the United States. And I was so upset when I saw his response to it 
Okay. I'm quoting. This is, this is what he said. Okay. The decision today essentially said that the way Harvard and North Carolina ran their admissions programs by injecting race into a determination of who would get admitted and who wouldn't was a violation of the 14th Amendment. And in particular, the Equal Protection Clause, which says we are all equal under the law. And because Harvard and North Carolina were both federally funded, they, they both have to follow the Constitution, and um, that decision came out today. We're going to talk about it in, in a while. But what really, really is upsetting is what the President of the United States said about it, what President Biden said today. And it's upsetting because it's not true. It is objectively false, and he's using it as a political tool to try to say, oh my gosh, this suddenly happened. The conservatives must be at fault for this. And of course, that's his whole election spiel. He's not going to say he's done anything good, but he's going to attack the conservatives. And I'm going to go through how this is all operating. Okay. This is, this is what he said. Quote, this is not a normal court. He then, by saying that, is referencing the Dobbs decision, which is the uh, a decision on abortion. This is the same words he used then. And let me further the quote. What he says is, take a look at how the court has ruled on a number of issues that have been precedent for 50 and 60 years. Okay, what he was talking about is affirmative action being the law of the land for 50 or 60 years. President Biden, you're wrong, wrong, and wrong. Okay, do not anybody trust this guy you can't say this because it's not true and i'll explain why it's not true and why he's trying to somehow turn this into the dobbs decision on abortion which when you pretend that that just is a weird decision that came out of nowhere you again are lying okay and let let me attack that on two two areas right now okay All the media tells you is that, well, in 1972, we had Roe versus Wade. That gave women the right to have an abortion. Okay, that that is true. Uh, It was not in the Constitution. The court, I think, overstepped its bounds. But whether they did or they didn't is really immaterial. What happened after 1972? Well, technology changed. And what used to be a a benchmark issue on determining whether a child should be aborted, a fetus should be aborted, was viability. Can they live? And it was once thought way back then, with all the technology we had way back then, that this is just a clump of cells. It's really not much of anything. Since 1972, the advancements in uh, what's it called when you look at a baby uh, in the in the womb? Ultrasounds. Ultrasounds. Yeah. Uh, ultrasounds. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're seeing something moving around. 
this isn't just a, a clump that is in somewhere inside a woman's womb that we don't know. We know exactly what it is. We, and we know this. Okay. So this and this just didn't happen this year. This has been going on, okay? Secondly, state after state after state has been examining the issues and using technology. Certain states have said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We put a stethoscope to this thing, and it's got a heartbeat. You're not going to abort something with a heartbeat. That, that, and, and so state after state after state. We're passing laws. Some weeks said some states said it was six weeks. Some said it was eight weeks. But by and large, state after state after state, we're saying this thing is a living, growing being, and you cannot abort it. So a huge fight came on. So when when the Dobbs decision came out and said, "Look, <laughs> we don't want to touch this. <laughs> we're going to let the states decide." Okay, this was no shock or surprise to anyone, and anyone who acted like it was a surprise should should look up the word surprise. You might have been disappointed that it came around and it finally happened, but it was no shock to anybody. Anyone who read, anyone who kept up with it knew that this was going to happen. Okay, so affirmative action is the same issue. This has, did not just come about now, and when we take a break, I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about what the law has been regarding affirmative action. When, when President Biden said that this was a precedent for 50 to 60 years, he's not telling the truth, and he wants people to get upset about something they shouldn't be upset about. We'll cover it when we come back. This is the New Orleans Golf Show, talking about other things than golf right now on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We'll be back in a few moments. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. 
simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Hey, it's Christian. When it comes to buying appliances, buy where the builders buy, and that's at DTS Appliance Direct. Shop local. Don't go to the big box store when you need a new appliance. Call my friends at DTS Appliance Direct, 504-766-0738. DTS Appliance Direct has brands from GE, Cafe, Monogram, Blaze Grills, Z-Line, and many more. DTS Appliance Direct, 504-766-0738. 504-766-0738. New Orleans, are you ready to have a conversation? Well, if you are, Ron Richardson is here to tell you that you should tune into my show, Conversations with Ron Richardson, every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com, where we discuss mental health, disability, and everyday life. Tune in to Conversations with Ron Richardson every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. All right. Good evening, New Orleans. This is segment two or section two of the New Orleans Golf Show. We haven't talked about golf yet, but in the next segment and in the fourth segment, we definitely will. And I want to continue with with talking about uh, the decision today by the U.S. Supreme Court involving uh, the admissions programs at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina, striking them down because they violated the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution, particularly of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. And, um, and this is going to, you're going to hear about it for weeks. Everybody's going to talk about it. The worst part of it, and what I talked about in the first segment, was President Biden lied about it. He acted as if this just suddenly came up and that this questioning of affirmative action his quote, and I'll read it again, what he was referring to, he said it today, he was referring to this decision. Take, it look, take a look at how it, the Supreme Court, ruled on a number of issues that have been precedent for 50 to 60 years. Well, we're going to look at this decision on affirmative action. This has not been settled law for 50 or 60 years. And specifically, in 2003, there was a Supreme Court case that said, within 25 years, we're not going to have affirmative action anymore. So th this is something that anybody with half a brain, or particularly if you had to be the chief executive officer of the United States, you would be aware of, you either don't know it because you don't pay attention, or... You want to get people angry, so you lie to them. But anyway, let's go through a little bit more of what we have. Um, one of the first things I want to talk about, and, and this is just silly, 
is when a president of the United States says this decision is wrong because we've had decisions for 50 years that are contrary. Okay, President Biden, you ever heard of the case of Plessy versus Ferguson, the U.S. Supreme Court? It's one of the first cases involving races. And Plessy versus Ferguson was the law of the land for about 62 years. What did Plessy versus Ferguson say? Among different races in America, we could have separate but equal facilities. Really? That's what it said. That's what the Supreme Court said. That was the law of the land. It took about 50 or 60 years whittling away at that, whittling away at that. Wait a minute. You don't have separate facilities for people that are equal. And the cases went on and on and on. And there were many people, many people who fought and said they should be separate facilities. Well, they were wrong. And, but it wasn't uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, and then all of a sudden everything changed. It was like all of the changes of the Supreme Court. These are evolving issues, not something that comes up one day and you can say, oh, these, these justices are so wrong. No, they're following the trend. If you have half a brain and you follow these things, you'll see. And, and I want to recommend to anyone, we couldn't do it on our, our, our podcast thing because I couldn't get the, what couldn't I get? What was I looking for? The, the link. I couldn't get the link because it was a PDF and we couldn't post the PDF. What I want you to do is get the decision in, in the case that was issued today. You can go online. You can Google or any, any, whatever your search engine is and just type in Supreme Court case affirmative action today. And the case will come up. Okay. So um, what I want, so I wanted to get to the point of when the president said, well, we had a decision 50 years ago and suddenly these conservatives are changing the law, it's just completely and utterly wrong. Uh, there were two decisions that, that came along. Yik Ho, which no one really knows about, but it was there. But, but let, me, let me go back to Plessy versus Ferguson for a minute. This, it took about nine or ten Supreme Court cases. Each one of them dealt with a different area of life. Okay, at one time, uh, people of different races couldn't go to the same public beaches. Required a Supreme Court case. This is after Plessy versus Ferguson. There were anti, I won't ask you to <laughs> say the word because I know you don't know because I can't say the word. Uh, they were anti-mixed racial couple laws. You couldn't be a mixed couple. If mixed couples had sex, certain states had that against the law. The Supreme Court spoke on that. It said, no, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. Um, there were, speaking of the golf show, there were golf courses that were segregated. Anti-miscegenation. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one that said you couldn't you couldn't be a mixed couple. There had laws in various states where you could not be. Well, it took the Supreme Court to knock that out. Again, Plessy versus Ferguson was the law of the land, and they were chinking away, chinking away at every little step. Um, commercial property. 
There were uh, park, uh, public parks. They couldn't have, uh, uh, they had separate but equal public parks. They knocked that down. New busing, uh, public transportation. Remember sitting in the back of the bus, all that ridiculous stuff? Each step of the way knocked out, what, and it took more than 60 years to do it. Okay, so eliminating racial discri discrimination is critical, but it, you can't do it overnight. And we, we've seen, if you have half the time to look at what's happened in America, we've done things. We have eliminated as best we can. The Bakke decision was, was one that really knocked away uh, the, the, the belief that affirmative action was going to be here forever. Okay. Read the decision, uh, today's decision, which you can get online, to see the powerful role that race played at the Harvard and North Carolina admissions department. And the people who brought the suit were the Asians who had taken standard tests, studied, they were number one, number two in the class, uh, class presidents, all the wonderful things you do in high school to get to a good school. But these schools used stereotyping. Stereotyping, the worst thing you can do in racism. And they did it. I'm not saying their heart was in the wrong place, but you cannot do that when you're talking about the opportunities that this country gives to everybody equally. And so um, that was it's a big, big, big section of the opinion on how, why stereotyping is wrong, and it is wrong, and it kills opportunity. Uh, today's decision, uh, blatantly unconstitutional and violates equal protection. Uh, anyone that didn't see this coming 15 years ago, when the Bakke case was in front, was front and center of every, should be ignored as a fool. You knew Bakke came out, and you know what they said in Bakke. Okay, but even after Bakke, Bakke was weird. Um, 1978, the question was affirmative action. Bakke was a medical student who had outperformed everybody, but he was a white guy. They let some black guys in in front of him, and he sued. Okay, and but in the country was 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 not ready yet to eliminate affirmative action. Some people were against it. Some we weren't ready. So the Supreme Court had eight different opinions in the Bakke case, and if you read them all close, it's like, nah, we're not going to have this. All right, I won't be able to finish this discussion now. Please take an opportunity to read the case involving Harvard and North Carolina. Read the historical features, and you'll see this is, the, the, this is nothing that was new. In the case, the one case that I want to talk to you about, Bollinger, Gutter versus Bollinger, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor wrote the opinion in 2003 saying we would end affirmative action by in 25 years. We've done it sooner. That's all that's happened. Nothing new. All right. Um, again, this is the New Orleans Golf Show, <laughs> believe it or not. And after the break, we're going to talk golf for the rest of the evening, I promise. This is WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We'll be back in a few moments. 
DJ Rusk for the Something to Say radio show every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. I'll be joined by Rudy Cicchini, and we will give our unique and fun thoughts on sports, music, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Your calls are welcome, and you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at www.somethingtosayradioshow.com. The Something to Say Radio Show, weekdays at 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM. A business without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, a welcoming community, and a chance to go home again. You can help create a new home and hope for those who need it most. To see how, visit our website at graceatthegreenlight.org. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted the NFL show. Remember, we'd take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your... Louisiana Radio Network News, I'm Kevin Gallagher. The U.S. Supreme Court made a landmark ruling today ending affirmative action for college admissions. University of Louisiana System President Dr. Jim Henderson says in Louisiana, schools use objective admissions criteria based on high school GPA, core curriculum, and standardized test scores. Several have issued statements decrying the high court's ruling, but Henderson says he understands those positions are more based in our political culture war. We've got to stand above the politics and look at the the reality, look at the specifics of what we're doing and saying, does this meet the interest? Does this fulfill our mission? Does this serve our communities and our state in, in an effective way? Florida was the was the only state in the southeast still allowing AA used in college admissions. The well-known Landry's feed store in rain took heavy damage from an early morning fire Traffic was shut down on U.S. Highway 90 for quite some time while firefighters fought the blaze. The cause has yet to be determined, but we're told the damage was extensive. Landry's just observed 70 years in business last month. This is news from LRN. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. You can depend on a Mueller metal roof. We were fortunate enough to be able to build a house on family land, and we've really enjoyed being out here. We couldn't ask for a better place to raise our boys. Our home builder, I don't believe, had ever had an experience with working with Mueller and had nothing but great things to say about the company, about the process. Everybody was professional. If anybody mentions the word metal, we say we know a guy. 
and give them the phone number to Mueller. Find out more at MuellerINC.com. Plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Hi, I'm Pat Swillen. One of the things I love about Louisiana is its beautiful natural landscapes and its unique sceneries. Let's preserve it. Please don't trash Louisiana with propane cylinders that are no longer certified. Bring these cylinders to your propane dealer so that they may dispose of them safely. Be a saint and let's keep Louisiana beautiful. This safety message is brought to you by the Louisiana Liquefied Petroleum Gas Commission and the Louisiana Propane Industry. NHL star Matt Martin for American Humane. I've had my fair share of bruises and injuries. But for many who put their lives on the line every day, it's not always the injuries you can see that hurt the most. Every single day, 184 veterans are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. When medications and therapy don't help, professionally trained service dogs can. American Humane has created a free guide to help veterans obtain these life-saving animals. For help, please go to AmericanHumane.org. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This Saturdays at noon on WGSO and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. All right, New Orleans, we're done pontificating on politics and the law. And now we're going to talk about something really important, the game of golf. And uh, we do we have our guests on? All right. Keith, are you there? Hey, Jack, I'm here. Great. This is Keith Johnson, the man of the year at uh, Bayou Oaks. This is the gentleman who helps... So many, I don't know, countless numbers of golfers enjoy their three and a half, four and a half, five and a half hour rounds of golf. Uh, he's the guy that makes it an absolute wonderful place to be. And his staff, I don't want to, I don't want to give Keith all the credit. His staff does great too. And but, but before we go into the, the topic tonight, I want to, I want to see if this rumor is true. Is it true that at Bayou Oaks they're going to put in air conditioning so we can all play in the air conditioning? If they can figure out a way to do that, I'm all for it. <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Well, since we, well, we'll, we'll hold that for another night. Um, tonight okay. we're talking about an issue that every golfer, it's kind of that love-hate relationship. Um they love having a golf course and a green, a putting green, and a fairway that is in immaculate condition. But some of them hate the way <laughs> it, it, it has to, the, the work that has to be done to make it so. 
And so there we get this love-hate relationship. And the issue that, that we're going to talk about tonight, among others, is the issue of aeration. And now there may be another term for it used in the golf world. I'm, I'm calling it aeration. And, and I, I will, I will I'll give a very, very broad description of it, and then I'm going to ask you to give a more educated <laughs> description of it. Aeration is puncturing the green or the fairway with a device uh, and rendering it um, almost unplayable for a very short time uh, in order to allow air, ventilation, water, and other things into the surface. Is that close? That's definitely part of it, Jack. Okay. Um, Good. So, yeah, in the growing season, you know, it's pretty much standard practice for as long back as, you know, it, it goes way back, these practices. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, you, you, you want to aerate, you know, most standard practices three times a year, and you want to do it when the grass is growing at its peak, okay. and that's June, June July, and August, because... <laughs> excuse me um you know you're you're beating up the 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 turf and the um you know the course pretty good and mm -hmm. it needs to be able to recover so um so yeah so we do our first aeration in june and mm -hmm. we did a a pretty big punch a big hole we did a five-eighths time and the time is what is on the air fire machine and it it punctures the hole and you're actually pulling a core out when you aerate you're actually pulling material out how how if deep how stop, deep how deep does the core go how deep did you pull um you know about a about an inch and a half maybe okay okay go ahead maybe two inches some people do different things some okay. people just do an inch some people might do two inches okay but you're really just trying to get in that root zone in the first couple, you know, few inches. I got and it. You really just want, that is this part of the, the, the green that receives so much foot traffic, has so much compaction. I mean, mm -hmm. you got to think that's where all the, you know, all the equipment that's on the green, all the golfers playing, mm -hmm. and compaction is not a good thing. Compaction causes, sure. you know, water not to be able to percolate through the profile. Um, mm -hmm. It causes roots to not be able to break through in the soil and grow vigorously like we'd like them to. So, you know, you aerate in there because you're creating pore space and then you fill it in with sand. So you have a nice coarse sand that roots are able to grow. And, you know, you want to have a really healthy root system in your green. So then you get them as strong as you can. So when you go in a winter, you want to be able to get through winter when you're not growing at all and you're still receiving a lot of foot traffic and play, but you're basically just trying to strengthen up the greens the best you can. And it's for the um, longevity of the greens. Well, then let me ask you this question. Um, there are a few listeners who, who listen to the show who aren't from Louisiana and, uh, and who have visited other places other than Louisiana and golf other than Louisiana. Here, our course is open 12 months a year, every day, except for Christmas, maybe, and a few other days. Um, Correct. And so you're getting an amount of play. Let's compare it with Chicago, where, where I grew up. There are many courses uh -huh. in Chicago that close in November, and they open up in March. So, right. so they have a dormant season. You don't, you don't have that luxury here, do you? 
Not much. The Bermuda will go <clears throat> somewhat dormant, but, um, you know, people are still playing on it. So, sure, you know, sure. it's, still, it's still taking a lot of foot traffic. The equipment's out there. So, yeah, coming out of winter and spring, you know, the, the course can be pretty beat up. And, you know, you're trying to green it up in spring and then getting it ready for the growing season to just try and beef it up and strengthen it up going into winter. Now, um, punching or aerating, those are the same terms. We can use them interchangeably. Is that is that correct? Is it? Um, sure. I mean, it's, a lot of people say punch green, sand greens. Okay. In my side of the field, we say aerate. We say top dress. So Gotcha. Top dress and aerate. Okay. Um, yeah. It's done not only to the green, but also the fairways. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's all kind of similar. Uh, the fairways need the same thing. It's not as um, tight spacing on the aerification, you know, but it's, you know, as we use a, a pull behind aerifier, a walk aerifier on the greens, we have a tractor that has a big pull behind machine that air, aerifies the fairway. And, you know, we have a verticutter, and that gets in there, and it verticutters. Stop, stop, stop a minute. A verticutter. Mm-hmm. What, what does that do? I don't know what that is. Yeah, verticutting is part of the whole process, um, and it is basically you're getting in there, and instead of, so say a regular mower, say you think of like a rotary deck mower that sure. cuts horizontally. It's just cutting the tops of the blades off in a horizontal fashion. Sure. A verticutter cuts vertically. So it's getting in there, and it's a bunch of little discs that go. There may be one millimeter thick, oh and they God. might go an inch or two into the soil, and they are just kind of slicing up the roots and getting the thatch out of that top inch because you get all this organic thatch that builds up, and that's if you've ever been on greens that yes. are really soft, uh-huh. and they hold water, and they get spongy. Um, that's when you're just not dethatching and verticutting at a good program of that. So verticutting is a huge aspect of it all. And and that this process, as you said earlier, let me see if I get this right, that you try to do that about three times a year. Is that right? Verticutting on tees and fairways, yes. I do it a little more often on the greens. It's a light sure. verticut. You can, you can do that, and then you can do a light top dress behind it, and you can't even... The playability is great. It'll it'll make it smoother, if anything. Right. Um, but, but air, yeah, aerification is a different thing. But right. yeah, on fairways, yeah, we verticut, then we aerify them or solid tie aerify them, mm-hmm. and then we blow all the debris off. There's lots of debris we have to blow off, and then we uh, we circle mow them, and that's a, another way of instead of just mowing with a fairway mower with real decks. Sure. Um, that instead of going just back and forth, our regular mow style, you mow in these tight little circles, and that's kind of hitting the grass from all kinds of different directions because oh. you really just want to rough up that, that surface because you know that the grass gets kind of matted, and you get that, that thatch layer, and you just mm-hmm. want it to, to get new growth to come up vertically so the, the ball will stand up better on it. Well, and I would imagine that having golf carts the heavy weight of a golf cart running on fairways all the time puts a premium on doing that more often and better. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All the, the that traffic that's on the fairways mm-hmm. and the tees, they all, they all get compaction. And if you are not getting in there and opening those up, you know, a few times a year, as many times, uh, three times as the standard, um, and making those and then putting sand on top, 
helps smooth everything out. It increases your, you know, the way water can percolate into the soil, and it's just, it does wonders for the grass. Well, I wanted to ask well, and, and that, that's critical. I wanted to ask you, and, and please hold on for the next segment. We're going to take a break in a little while. But one of the things I want to ask you about is back in the day when I was first golfing, when they would aerate a green, depending on the course it was, but it seemed like in the area, those holes stayed there for a month or a month and a half. And so when we, when we come back after the break, I want you to describe what you do to shorten that time period of recovery after aeration. Okay? Um, all right. We'll get to that after the break. And this is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We'll be back in a few moments. This is Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers. At times, life can feel scary and we can get overwhelmed by anxiety. Mindfulness can help you get through these tough times. My nonprofit is partnering with Headspace to offer free content to help you stress less. It's as easy to do as this. Take a big, deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. In and out. Head to kevinlovefun.org slash headspace and be kind to your mind. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Benz Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Benz Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. 
Hey, everything old is new again, fans. This is Douglas Viviani with David Cohen. We are changing times on WGSO 990 AM from Saturdays at 1 to 9 AM. That's every Saturday. Everything old is new again. David, what do you think? Yeah, that's great. I mean, we're kind of morning people more than afternoons, right? We usually nap around 1 o'clock. Yeah, we run out of gas uh, pretty. <laughs> talking all kind of pop culture, entertainment, celebrity interviews. Wake up New Orleans on Saturdays with everything old is new again. 9 AM, WGSO. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, live every Saturday morning for another great season of in the paint, talking NBA and college basketball on WGSO Radio 990 AM. All right, New Orleans, we're in the fourth quarter here on the uh, New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. On WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. Keith, Keith, I was yeah, asking you, here. yeah, I was asking you before the break uh, about the, 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 the recovery time. I, those are my words. I don't know if that's the right way to talk, but after you aerate, never, what is it the standard recovery time and has it changed over the years? I'd say two weeks is always, I try and shoot to have the course in a really good playability standpoint mm -hmm. after two weeks. Mm -hmm. Again, it depends on what type of hole size you do and everything. Like I said, this this last one that we just did was a five-eighths time, and that's a big boy. That's, you know, it's really going to be good for it, but I mm -hmm. would usually just do that one, the first airification of the year, and then the next one I'll go a little smaller than mm -hmm. the one after that, go a little bit smaller after that. But I two see. weeks is usually the standard. Well, and, and let me ask about this process, which I witnessed with my own eyes, um, that there was a tractor that came out pulling a device, well, a, a wagon, if you will, filled with sand, and that the sand was then sprinkled all over the green. Um, now, I'd not seen it before, but that doesn't mean anything. As I said, in the past 20 or 30 years ago, those holes were just there, and they well, they closed up when they closed up. Does the sand help? I, well, A, the sand does help because it makes it puttable. You can put on a green. Um, d does that help the recovery time at all? Is, is it just sand, or is there maybe fertilizer or other things in there? Oh, um, yeah, sand is essential. If if we were just to aerate the greens and then just leave the holes open, uh, it would it would add so much time to recovery, sure. and it, it, they would just never smooth out, especially when it's growing. Sand is just absolutely crucial to the whole process. But usually, the process is after we aerify them, clean the cores off, blow them off really good so we make sure the holes are exposed. Mm -hmm. We want to get kind of the, the old soil out of there because we're trying to replace it with nice, clean sand. Mm -hmm. And then the the machine that you're probably talking about is just our, you know, top dresser. And that, yeah, we we, fill, we have sand at our shop, and we fill up the hopper with a, uh, a PRT sand. It actually comes from the Pearl River. And well, we, why, uh, why do you use that sand? Is that better sand? That's just a really good, um, it's a good sand. Okay. That, uh, it's a lo local harvested sand that is kind of, it's called the PRT top dressing sand. And it's got, you know, we send off our sand once a year to uh, a special lab that makes sure it 
matches up to our USGA spec greens, and they do all this testing for the particle size. Because if you if your sand if your sand's particle sizes are not USGA spec, you can cause all these layering problems that affects percolation and all kinds of issues. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. No, no, we don't <laughs> want that. So back to your point. Um, so the top dressing is done with that machine. But yeah, back in the day when you're referencing to how long it used to mm-hmm. take before they had these cool machines, you'd have to get out there with a shovel and just shovel sand by hand into all these holes oh, and use man. hand brushes. Oh man. So we, we've, we've come a long way. That's great. With, with yeah. that. Um, I, you got a great team of, of guys that do that. Um, and, and do you, when you do this kind of thing, I'm thinking of a general uh, giving his orders to his commanding officers, and they give it to the guys. Because you guys attack this thing like an army. Um, how how much time goes to preparation where the guys are actually sitting there? And you tell them we're going to do this, this, and this, or are they so used to doing it that it really doesn't take a lot of instruction? No, um, preparation is key. Scheduling is key, and this. There's so much things going on in golf course operations that, you know, however long you've been doing it or how good you are, I mean, just winging it, that's never been my style. Um, I always like to be very scheduled and planned. And we, we come up with our aerification schedule in probably, I guess it would be, I don't know, September, October, we put Mm -hmm. it all on paper, what we plan on doing. Mm -hmm. We do it around our tournament schedule. You know, we want to make sure we're not interfering with any major tournaments and things like that. So we have our basis of it that we have to stick to. But then uh, going into the first verification, you know, a couple weeks out, I'm meeting with my management team and my Mm -hmm. equipment manager, which I I couldn't do it. I have such a good team. My equipment manager, his job is so important. Who's that? Who's that? That's, that's Kevin Trahan. Okay. He's, um, he's my equipment manager and he's just like, without, without having a, um, you know, somebody that really knows what they're doing in that field. He's the guy that keeps all the equipment running. He's the one that sets up my equipment. You know, he's Beautiful. the one that sharpens everything. And, I mean, he's he's such a, a huge part of what we do. And, no, but we get together. We put our schedules together. We test everything out before we go use it. So we want to go into that Monday of verification, having all our ducks in a row, and, you know, it's just to have a nice flow of everything going out there. Because, again, things can really hit. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, equipment goes down, and if you don't have a plan and things are unorganized, it's just yeah. efficiency is bad. It takes a long time. And um, so organization is key. Let me, let me um, um, discuss another topic, not dealing with aeration, but possibly. Um, this spring, are, are we actually in a drought on that golf course? Every night when I hear the news, it's going to rain tomorrow, it doesn't rain tomorrow. Oh, we got heavy rain, flood advisory, it doesn't rain. What's the status of precipitation on the golf course? How are we doing? Well, I don't, I don't know the true definition of drought, and I don't know if that's what we are right now, but I do know for this calendar year, we are in a deficit every month this year of rainfall. And I know for June our average is six inches of rain mm-hmm. and we're at an inch, inch and a half. Oh my gosh. So we're so, 80, yeah. more than 80% short of where we're supposed to be. Wow. 
Yes, and as you know, the last two days, I mean, we're we're breaking records on temperature. Sure. So how how it, what, it, how did, it's how kind of tough out there? Yeah, how are you how are you going to approach that? Do do you water more often? Put on water spray? How do you deal with that? You know, I I have a really great irrigation system, um, and it's holding up pretty dang well. I think I'd say if you went and looked at the course right now, and oh, you see it's how green, green yes. It, yeah. You see how green it is, and we, we did a granular fertilizer app, and that's another important thing about aerification. After you punch all your holes, you put fertilizer in to help with the healing process. But, you put it down yeah. the hole? The fertilizer goes down the hole? Yeah, you, you spread okay. it throughout the course where you did the aerification. Okay. And uh, it usually takes about a week for the fertilizer to really release, and you start to see it. Uh, but um, I have such we have a really good strong air, air, uh, irrigation system and that's why if you look at the course right now it's like it looks lush it's green you definitely see some hot spots popping up here and there sure, but sure. unfortunately if you, if you look at the north course which doesn't have an automatic irrigation system um, all we're able to do is manually water those greens by hand by turning on a valve manually sure um, you definitely see a lot more hot spot you know you sometimes people are used to the north course being so wet but when you're right. going through this period it's very dry and you're starting to see a lot of the hot spots the no, dry spots pop up well nobody's complaining about the north course not draining <laughs> well, it's yeah, because we're not right. getting any rain um but anyway right. uh keith i want to thank you once again i could have you on every night i learned so much about it when you're on and i appreciate it uh we'll get to you in a couple of weeks we'll talk about the next issue critters on the golf course all right. Uh, thanks, Keith, for calling in. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jack. Have a good one. All right. Thank you. All right, folks. Um, you know, when we renegotiate our multi-million dollar contracts here, Ron, mm -hmm. we we got to have a two-hour show. That's on you, baby. You know, that's what we got to do. An hour just isn't enough. There's more information we've got to get. Folks, thanks for listening. The New Orleans Golf Show. Once again, on Thursday night, and we'll see you next Thursday. Tuesday night is a rerun, my April 4th show about the manifesto. In the meantime, keep listening, WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. Good evening, New Orleans. Good night. Text and whatever. Good. But when you get Thank behind you. the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Man. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from yeah, Mitz